Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihayue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. On this week's ep, we're talking body image in lockdown. God knows we can't be the only ones going through it. Our listener question is what to do when you can't stop fantasizing about someone else whilst rooting your partner. Oh, I just cannot. Oh! And our confession is about a young a young stallion, Jones. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I got to say, I'm going to rat you out here. JB's this bitch has been doing the weirdest <laughs> shit with, in lockdown with her dog. Do you want to fess up to the l- listeners what you've been doing with that little dog in your house? Look, I just want to confirm... It's not my dog, (laughs) which actually makes it even weirder because people assume it's my dog. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. we just we have a very close relationship. Mm. Um, It is my flatmate's sausage dog. He's gorgeous. I won't reveal his name for privacy reasons. Privacy, yeah, thank you. Uh, um, But we've been having a lot of fun with him in lockdown. And um, we actually decided the other day, Jules, we're going to do a little little tarot card reading for him. Now, I'm all for being Mm woo-woo, but this to me is ridiculous. So can you tell me, (laughs) how are you doing tarot for a dog? Can you actually go step by step of what you have to do? So basically, we'll sit him down on the couch and I'll shuffle the deck and then I'll get his little paw... On the cards, just, you know, so put a popper's energy through the cards and usually I, myself or his owner next to me will do the reading mm-hmm. and we can just ask a simple question. What was the outcome? Is he happy? He's very happy. Is he? Absolutely obsessed with his home, obsessed with his owner. He feels they're in essentially a soulmate relationship. Oh, that's so cute. We got the lovers card. Oh, my gosh. So beautiful. So basically, yeah, we pop his paw on the deck, then we pull three cards, and we just ask, you know, is he happy? What's he feeling? And, oh, we've been having a laugh with it. I said to Jodes, babes, if podcast doesn't work out for us, you know what business we're getting into. Boy, straight up, I have so many people in my DMs be like, can you do me and la la? And I'm like, do you know what? It, it, it's actually draining. Like I, I wouldn't. I if I was going to do it for people, I would want to be paid because that shit's draining. Can I say it's not even about the person? These people are saying, "Can you do it for my cat? Can you do yeah. it for my hamster?" Like, like it's getting out of control. Excessive. My girlfriends know. I'm. Mm. I'm always in. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. happy to do some woo woo shit because I, I fucking love it. But yeah. So look. I think what one does in lockdown to get through lockdown <laughs> is their goddamn business, okay? Speaking of, how have you been feeling? I think for me, exercise has been a total game changer. We've been doing our daily Pilates mm-hmm. workouts. Mm-hmm. You can still do the outdoor you know, mm-hmm. outdoor exercise um, as long as it's in groups of 10 or under. Yes. So we've been enjoying that on the weekends and, honey, I'm just I'm just getting my shred on for slut drop spring. We're yeah. looking we're looking forward, baby. We need that bubble butt going. Do you know how like close that is? You know it's only July in like two weeks, which uh, August. Like it's so close. I'm excited. But I'm, I'm excited. Saying. That means what we've essentially got like a month or so left of winter. Well, let's just. I mean, once we've said we're not, this isn't a math podcast, yes. but I'm sure that the calculations <laughs> add up. But how are you? How have you been going? Two weeks. No alcohol. 
Oh, wow. Actually, so Let's easy. Do a clap oh, for thank that. you. Thank Good you. Thank you. you. Thank Good you. Good on you. It's funny. I only feel like a champagne right now because I'm with you. Because yes. uh, oh, thanks. thanks. I've realized no, Glad that I, my company drives you to the drink. Not just yet. I've realized that I'm only, I mean, this is, and it came as a relief to me, mm, listeners, because mm, mm. I was a bit worried there. Mm. I realized that I'm only a social drinker and I only drink when I'm excited. Like, I don't drink yes. when I'm like alone or sad or anything. So it's been cinch, which yes. sounds like, it sounds a bit show offy, but it's actually been insanely easy. I haven't felt like it at all. I'm the same though. I'm a teetotaler mm. during lockdown. Yeah, yeah completely. Mm. This lockdown has mm. been, oh, fuck, I hate it how we're talking about it so much, but unfortunately, <laughs> GBs, this is the only thing we've been doing. It's the reality. Um, it has forced me to slow down. Like yeah. when I was talking to you last night, that the only time I left the house was to go and get something to eat, which for me, like even when I'm on holidays, you GBs know that I'm like waking up and going to bottomless, going to a boat party, going to a club over and over and going over again. Something. Like yeah. this is just un- insane for me and I'm weirdly liking it. Mm. I don't know why. I it's love fine. this for you. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you need to get more comfortable with just sitting still. Yeah, it's actually fine. I mean, we are just like, we're still working like maniacs, <laughs> which yes. I'm not too sure. Um yes. But something essential things, essential, essential things. Something I wanted to discuss with you on air. Yes, Love Island. Oh. Have you watched it? Yes, me and my flatmate, we've been watching it um, most nights, mm, just mm-hmm. for a bit of you know light entertainment. Love mm. it. It's a laugh. Yeah. We love talking about it. I will say some of it is just like I forget what it's like to be their age, yeah, like twenty one. Yeah. Some yeah. of the shit that comes out of their mouths, I'm mm. like, who would you step forward for? And okay, who's who's here? Here it is. Who would you step forward for, and who do you think you'd be friends with? Oh, okay. Oh, this is a hard one. <laughs> I just don't really rate any. I know. No, it's, we're saying the girls more I'm, so. In terms of the guys, it's funny. One of them looks a whole lot like my ex, mm-hmm. and it weirds me out. Mm. So for that reason, I would say that. I'd probably find Brad the most attractive, okay. but there's a huge condition mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And um, we've decided that he just needs to stop talking. A hunt, all of them, I think. All of the men. I would do rude things to Brad if we could come to an arrangement where I just do all the work, mm. he's just naked and just never talks. That that I could, think that's a beautiful relationship, yeah, that thank is. thank you. I've thought about yeah. it a lot and I just think if he was to just never speak, yeah. we could really have a beautiful connection. Yeah. And what about friends? Who would be your friend? Do you know what? I'm going to say Chloe. Yeah. She's funny. She's pretty fun. Mm. She seems to kind of keep it on good terms with everyone, mm. doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's Sharon. 100%. Oh, yeah. Duh, it's, feminist. It's, oh. it's funny that you say that because I was thinking um, Sharon would probably be my second pick. Yeah. Sharon, 100% full feminist vibes, full. I, uh, and it's funny because I would have stepped forward for Aaron. Oh, no no, no doubt I in my mind. I get feminist vibes from her. I, maybe I haven't watched enough of she, it. She but. said that she doesn't believe in having kids and she believes in, like, working hard. Like, that she's oh, okay. full See, feminist. I didn't see that. Yeah. I think uh, I, I fucks with her after hearing that. Anyway, we need to get on to mm. the most importantly – they were having a very in-depth conversation on a daybed and I thought, fuck, I don't think Jodes and I have discussed this on the podcast. Mm. Pubic hair on guys. Ooh. What is our preference? Uh, look, I, I, I'm not opposed to pubic hair. Mm-hmm. No issue with a bit of butter on the muffin. Mm-hmm. But I think it needs to be 
well kept. Mm-hmm. It needs to be trimmed and orderly. Mm-hmm. We can't have, you know, a, a sort of a forestry happening yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I'm going down there, I need I need a clean sweep, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel? I, I really and it's gonna sound like I'm trying to be diplomatic. I mm. really don't care. I've mm. had I've had all sorts. Yeah. It's funny though, when I go down and a guy and if he's completely shaven, I'm like, oh, it wasn't my decision to have sex today. <laughs> You know, like I'm like, oh, and obviously it does, it actually legitimately does make their penis look bigger, I think. I I feel like that's definitely one reason why they're into it, hey. It definitely blows their shit up. I mean, literally hard. Um, I think Mm. we actually need to go to break. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to take us to break? Yeah, let's go to a quick break. Um, And in the meantime, GBs, make sure you rate your gals five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or follow us on our Instagram at goodbitchpod. We'll be right back. You're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And GBs, today we had to get into it because we're Mm. all going through it, aren't Mm. we, Jules? Mm -hmm. We need to talk body image and lockdown, Mm. right? And I want, if it's okay with you, Jules, I wanted to kick off our conversation by just checking in with you and and asking specifically how you're dealing with your body image and lockdown. You've been really open with our listeners Mm -hmm. about your sort of experiences growing up, but for maybe some of our new GBs, Mm -hmm. can you just sort of chime in as to how you're feeling about things right now? Yeah, I mean, listeners would know or new listeners um i've struggled with my weight since i can Mm. remember um and people would look at me now and be like what the fuck is she on about but i was pushing about 95 kilos at one stage Mm -hmm. so i've definitely been on the other side grew up very big boned as my mother would call it like in a loving way yeah just a bigger bigger human so i have actually been and i do mean this i've actually been fine because yes. I've been, I've learnt to discipline myself with what not to do to prevent spiralling mm. because I've been obsessed with my weight for so many years. Like now I know, oh, let's not weigh yourself, let's not this and that. We'll go into more of that in main topic. Yes. But funny enough, Jodes, that we're talking about this today because mm. the other the other night, I like throughout the day, I could feel this sort of mood building. You know, when you're like, what the hell is this? I don't yeah. know why I'm... Coming and by, by the night time, I was almost angry and I'm like, what, what the fuck? Why have, am I sitting with this foul mood? And then I'm like, well, what have I done today? Binge Love Island, binge too hot to handle. And whilst those are playing on in the background, I'm watching TikTok of fucking 18 year olds in Mexico fucking jumping around to a little song. Yeah. I'm like, well, no fucking shit, Jules. Of course you don't feel good right now. Yes. Um, what about you? Have you how have you been feeling body image in lockdown? I think for me, Jules, when we were first thrust into mm. COVID, right, mm-hmm. in 2020. I, I definitely went through a bit of a struggle with it. Remember mm-hmm. when I was seeing Young May? Yes, yes, I remember I was well. actually seeing someone. You know the guy that dumped me over pasta? It was a beautiful story. Go back and listen if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got <laughs> I just got so fucking comfortable, GBs. And I put on weight and I just... I felt fucking crap about myself, hey. Mm. And um I, I just didn't I just didn't want 
to, to be feeling that type of way again this time around. Yeah. So I've really got my shit together yes, you this have. lockdown. Mm-hmm. I've been doing essentially Pilates, um, the home workouts with my beautiful flatmate every day. We've been getting to it and then doing the outdoor workouts when we can. I just feel like it's been amazing for me, just even just from a mental standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So body image-wise, I'd say I'm feeling a lot better this time around because I've just made it a priority to put myself first. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the difference for me. So I'm feeling okay about the skin I'm in right now mm-hmm. because I'm I'm showing myself a bit of a bit of love and care when mm. it comes to looking after myself. Yeah. Well, you do have a few facts for me because I'm not yes. alone in feeling like no, this. No, you're absolutely not alone. None of us are. And um, you know, COVID's very much affected our our health and well being in many ways, mm. right? Beyond weight. Uh, you know, your yeah. self care rituals have fallen by the wayside and Oh, we're barely getting dressed these days. Exactly. And I think in, in replacement, um, right, all those things we're used to doing, a lot of us have been finding alternative ways to self-soothe, right, mm-hmm. and feel good. And um, one of the major things the pandemic has taken away is that social support, mm-hmm. which is how many of us, and you're a, you're a, you're a big Yes. Big part of that, Jules. Many of us cope in times of stress, mm-hmm. right? We really lean on our, our social network, but we don't have that option. Mm-hmm. So we're turning to other coping mechanisms. And one of them, particularly for Australia, mm-hmm. Jules, is binge eating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So one in three Australians have gained weight during the pandemic. Yeah. And in one particular study of around 5,000 adults in Australia, 35% of these guys reported increased binge eating. Mm-hmm. Or basically eating large amount of food, you know, in a in a short amount of time mm-hmm. due mm-hmm. to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You'll also like this fact, Jules. Australia also led the world in terms of increased alcohol consumption, mm. according to the results from a new Ipsos survey. Mm-hmm. So, look, it makes total sense that many of us are feeling anxiety about getting our rig out yeah. when we're finally free. Because, look, one in three of us have gained weight. Where you know a quarter of us are binge eating, mm. and you know we're leading the world with bloody increased alcohol consumption because we're all trying to find ways coping to self-soothe. We're all trying to find normal coping mechanisms because we don't have our support network. Mm. We don't have our activities that we do. Yeah, it's like we're kind of left with ourselves. And it's funny. I was thinking. I was like, mm. I've only um, I've only started to th- like feel this way after too much screen time but then Jodes and I were saying like we, we started a long before and we kind of just want to touch very briefly on yes. um, our upbringing and how even then our body image has always been a fucking thing like it's always taken up rent in my head exactly do you want to kick us off yeah I think it's important because obviously those sort of formative years do shape mm. how you feel about your body even in you know your adult years and for me, growing up, I was a very gangly, freckly, flat-chested, uh, certainly wasn't the popular girl at school. And anyone mm-hmm. who knows me from those days will vouch mm-hmm. for that. Um, I was school prefect. I was a nerd. And, I mean, one memory that really sticks out, Jules, is to really ho- hone it in for you, mm. is I couldn't even get a date to my school formal mm. to the point where I... My 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 mother was a manager and she had to ask one of her gay employees mm-hmm. to take me 
because I couldn't get a boy to take me. Well, fuck, that would have been the funnest night. I wish that was my experience. Are you kidding? <laughs> exactly. I, I tell you, I had a You're just like voguing on the desk. I had a lot of fun, but it just shows like... I understand, my You know what I'm saying? Like I certainly wasn't the hot girl at school and I had a lot of struggles with it. I remember being body shamed a lot because Jules and I were talking about you know, when you're when you're young, when you're at school, your world is so small. Mm. You care so much about what your community, what your friends, and what the people around you think of you. Mm-hmm. And I remember just getting bullied all the time because all the popular girls at my school, they had their boobies, mm-hmm. right? They had their curves, they had a bum, and I was just straight up and down. Mm-hmm. And I even ha- have one memory of actually being body shamed by my friend's mother. Yeah, yeah where she basically said, oh, look, there's just no shape to her. Mm. And it's just, it's so funny. You'll never forget the exact words that we used, but you never forget how they made you feel. And she made me feel like shit. Completely. Isn't it funny how both of our experiences are just from, they're not from our own head. It's all from external sources. Like I no, growing up, I've just always been, I've always been the sportiest kid, shot put, Diving, horse riding, AFL, rugby, you know, I was doing it. So it wasn't like I was the fittest person, yeah. but I was just a big, I'm mouldy. I'm just, I was built bigger yes. and I like my features were a lot dark. Like I was just a little mouldy kid. Yeah. And I remember, um, this sounds traumatic, by the way, and that, that we've, Jodie and I have discussed the reasons why it doesn't really stick with me. But mm. I remember I was like, I went to, um, after netball training, I went to Florida Forum, shout out Perth people. And I was getting a little um, a cinnamon bun from Brumbies. Mm. And I was just innocently eating it. And this guy from the other school, the public school, was like came up to tell me how fat I was. And then he got all of his friends and they all stood in a row saying how ugly and fat I was. That was one. And then I grew up and then I went to like gatherings where people would call me Shrek and spit on me. Like it was just, but I was saying to Joe, so the reason why it doesn't affect me as much is because I was so always surrounded by love like I was (laughs) Jones is crying on my behalf I've been I've been constantly surrounded by love growing up I come from a really good family and I have really good friends so but that shit sticks with you yeah like and that was purely based on my weight so it's like I'm not going to be too harsh on myself because there are reasons why I am so obsessed with my weight to this day yeah so I just wasn't speaking because I didn't want to interrupt your story and that just made me really fucking angry and upset yeah so Anyway, <laughs> if you're listening, fuck yeah, you. But I agree. Um, <laughs> your name's not Chantel. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Jodes. Um, I, I will. I will never like. I will never forget that those boys' mm. faces. Like yes. they are etched in my head forever, yeah. and it's so strange. I couldn't tell you the good parts of that year. I couldn't even tell you about my childhood, really. Yes. But I, I will always remember those boys' faces and the guy who spat on me and the guy who stood me up, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't so. that crazy? Yeah, how these memories just get etched. We could, honestly, I, I got bullied really badly at school. Mm. It's another story. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like we could do a whole episode. Oh, on, it sounds on, like. On bullying and our trauma. But thank you so much for sharing that story, no Jules. No problem. I'm sure it will help someone. So after all out. that, that can't, we kind of went a bit rogue. <laughs> it's not like us to go rogue TVs, fuck hell after all that with body image and comparison and Mm. everything especially in covid what is the fuck is going to be our gb tip of the week i just think um you know if if you try to fit sort of 
the, the current body trends, right? Like we were talking about on the phone how it used to be, you know, the waif-like mm. Kate Moss sort of figure. That mm-hmm. was what everyone wanted. And now it's very much the Kardashians, I feel like, have really yep. driven this whole curvy trend. Yep. The point is if you're always trying to fit in with these, what society is telling you is the, is the body, you're just never going to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're always going to be chasing your tail. You're always going to feel less than, mm-hmm. right? So you, it sounds cheesy, but you have to be the best version of yourself because, I mean, as a woman, I think you know your own body. Mm-hmm. If, if we're talking healthy-minded, we're speaking for healthy-minded, mm-hmm. you know your own body. Be the healthiest version of that. I know when I'm in a health, when how my body looks when I'm looking after myself. I'm drinking water. I'm eating great. I'm exercising regularly. Mm. Aspire for that. And sure, if you want to be a little bit more toned, or if you want to be a little bit more bootylicious, mm. and you know how to achieve that, you want to get your squats in. Like, go off, mm. queen. Mm-hmm. But make sure that you're not killing yourself in the process and also that you're still living life can yes. i say from experience speaking of fucking tangents from experience mm. i remember two years ago i was going to bali and my my girlfriends will remember this very clearly yeah so i was cut out carbs mm. four months before so i did keto um that is so not i would i hope no one ever does that mm. um to the point where i actually stopped getting my period So I changed my whole lifestyle. I didn't see anyone for four months because I wanted to look fucking bomb. I don't know, drinking double doubles and slut dropping in Bali. That I literally was willing to almost ruin organs. Like it's so that is so toxic, isn't it? And it's not worth changing. 50% 50% of your lifestyle to look 5% better. Mm. Fuck that shit. My GB tip of the week, your diet stretches beyond mm, your mind. Mm, mm, mm. What you consume, you become. And you have to be disciplined. Yeah. And you have to acknowledge like, oh, I wonder why I feel sad when all I'm watching are 18-year-olds on Love Island in Majorca, wherever the fuck yeah. they are. And I know it sounds so high and mighty of me, but off screens, like as much as you can. I know Joe's and I have both done a big we're trying to start doing detoxes, yeah. etc. And now I really treat social media almost as if it's a job. So like yes. Monday to Friday, I'll try and jump in at 9am uh, to like, I don't know, what we kind of call the time that we both have to get off. Yeah. You just got to start doing these things. Otherwise, and you notice, you really do notice the difference completely. Hey, mentally. Completely. I, I notice it with my anxiety mm-hmm. when I start to get triggered. And I'll, I'll say to you, I'm feeling a bit anxious. And you'll be like, have you, have mm. you been outside today? Mm-hmm. Have you done your workout? No, I've just been on my desk on my phone. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to check yourself. Yeah, yeah, completely. GBs, I hope this has helped. Uh, th- I hope you're still with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a massive topic, but we completely. just wanted to basically say, look, we hear you. You're so mm. supported through this time. We are all fucking in this shit together. Yeah, we're going to go to break. Follow us at Good Bitch Pod. Stay with us because we have a fucking hilarious question about, yeah, what to do oh when God. you fantasize about rooting about someone else whilst you've got another penis inside of you. See you then. <laughs> GBs, you are back. I'm going to jump straight into listener question. Bit of a different one, Jodes, because dump him, it really isn't an option for this one. We might be a bit, yeah, it's a bit of a sticky one for us. (laughs) GB says, I'm in a relationship of almost five years and we have a little 18-month-old together. Love him to bits, dot, dot, dot. Problem is I don't like having sex with my partner. I find myself fantasizing a lot 
about other people while I have sex with him. And it's starting to take a toll on our relationship because he knows how much I don't desire him anymore. Mm. Uh, I want to ignore it uh, and I want to be happy, but is that without him? Question mark, question mark. My first thought is no. Mm -hmm. I think she just needs to... My first question was thinking, as you were reading it to me, I was thinking, is she using sex toys in the bedroom? Yeah, Because. What I'm hearing is she loves this man. Yeah. She's bored with their sex life. Yes. Has she tried to experiment? Yeah. Has she communicated to him how she's feeling about their sex life? Yes. Or is she just grimacing through the same old fucking missionary every Wednesday night at 8 p.m.? That's what I want to know. Has she? Have they actually communicated or is she's harboring this mm. and they're not actually proactively together trying to think of ways to spice things up? Because a lot of this stuff does live in our fucking heads, mm-hmm, Jules. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if they did do some kinky shit mm. and try some different shit, if she would feel a different type of way yeah I, I think yeah it's easy to right. um, your mind to wander when you know what the position's got to be next or exactly. you know exactly how he comes it's fucking boring me and my old ex used to do that like it and he's the old grandpa ex yeah like yeah I would do the exact same yeah. thing I, I would start off why don't you guys watch porn together like mm. and watch some like fucked up shit so then by the end of it you're like I'm so ready to fucking go you know um, I definitely think it's more so the sex between you two. Mm. I don't think you're out of love with your partner. No. I think let's get the sex part right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get the sex let's get the sex the sex popping. life popping. Let's get it popping yeah. again. Get some sex toys. Go and get some sexy lingerie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just fucking work it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. And this you know sex what? Needs to be lit. But it sounds it sounds late, but like the, I feel like it has to start with communication, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's got to let him know how she's feeling because, you know, he, he might be feeling some type of way as a man as well. Mm. He could be picking up on her signals and it's making him feel yeah. like, you know, there's a, a drop in libido on his end yeah. because he can pick up that she's men can feel when you're not mm. into it. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if, yeah, imagine if they did open up this conversation and then mm. he was like, low-key, I'm feeling the same way. Yes. You know, and then it's like that's the bigger conversation to have. But and at least that wall's down where they're like, okay, now where to go from here? And then maybe he can share some stuff he'd be into doing mm-hmm. and then she can share what she needs from him. Yeah. You know? So I think that's it. Spice up the sex life as nasty as you can. Yeah. See if that helps and then bigger conversations after that. If it means she needs to get a babysitter on just a Friday night. We'll come over. Could you imagine? Fucking go off, sis. I'll take the little baby to poof off. I'll just strap it to the front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Make that your, like, freaky night, that time for you guys, and just fucking get experimenting. If you need some ideas, if you need some tips and tricks, slide in our DMs. We can put you onto some resources. (laughs) I was going to say, oh, fuck, a week. Oh, God, don't come to us. Look, I hope that helps. Should we go into our confession? Yes. Okay, are you ready, Jules? So ready. Born ready, baby. I'm going to try and do this one justice. GBs. Can I just say, my weekend was sex, 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 sex. I've never had so much sex in my life. Mm. And it was with a 22-year-old at that. Always the way. 
I never knew young stallions were my thing, but holy shit, girls. I've never felt like that much of a bad bitch in the bedroom, and I came so many times as he was all about pleasing me. What's his at? (laughs) (laughs) I just had to share, girls, because fucking hell, I've never been so turned on my life. A 22-year-old, what the fuck? I fucking love this shit. I feel so powerful. I'm going to give you details. Please. All my friends actually wondered what he'd be like because honestly, girls, he did not give off that vibe. He was giving me the shy vibes. It's always the ones standing in the corner that have the third legs. They're the nasty ones. So he really surprised me. He said to me, I need some help to spice it up. I love kinky shit. And I was being so bossy as well, like yelling at him to finger me and telling him to really touch the walls and hold the vibrator on my clit. Love that. I mean, I just love this for her. My legs were shaking. It was so intense. I ended up getting up so lightheaded. He made me come so many times. I'm honestly so fucking horny writing this. (laughs) But look, I'm always up for more pointers, GB, so send me through that real nasty shit, please. I love it how our GBs have clearly drunk three bottles of wine and then write their confessions to us, but never stop doing that. I love it that everyone, as soon as they're blotto, they're like, I'm going to write to Jules and Jones. Absolute favourite. Low-key jealous because I'm a bit of a hater at the moment when it comes to sex. It's like, I'm not getting it, which I have to change immediately. I fucking love this for her. Young stallions. Fuck, you know what? What's the youngest you would put on your hinge? Oh, shit. How how young would you go? What's your age bracket? Oh, I think it was something like 25 to 35. 25? Is that bad? That's just young, babe. That is young. I I haven't done that. I don't think I could do 22. I think then I'd feel a bit pedo vibes. But they're just so in tune. Thank, yeah. Thanks to the Migos, they're all about eating booty. They're all about booty and eating I just you out. think these young kings, they're just, they're just on some other shit they now. Are, hey. They all they love are. star signs and fucking eating you out. It's, it's, I think it's because it's the age of information, yeah. Mm, the star mm-hmm. signs, the, the cunnilingus, it's, it's a truly, it's a beautiful thing. How, what's actually the lowest you would sleep with? Truly, truly. Truly, truly. But are we talking just sleeping with or actually pursuing a no, relationship? No, no, just sleeping, just sleeping. Okay, just sleeping, maybe 23. Yeah, yeah. But that's if we're just, just fucking. Just fucking, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably go 18. Remember there was that Remember that schoolboy from last? Anyway. Yeah, see, 20, I'd be like, oh, okay, I've... Oh! <laughs> maybe, maybe 21, because then I know he's full, full legal. 21? Oh, is that full legal, is it? Yeah. 21, like, if you <laughs> All right, JBs, thank you for listening. We hope you're still with us. Bit of a crazy one today, but we fucking love it. We know that you love it. Um, follow us at Good Bitch Pod. Tell someone who needs some fucking laughter in their life. Tell someone about us, please. Tell someone yeah. about the podcast. Follow us. Someone who needs a laugh. On Apple and Spotify. We will see you next Tuesday, bitches. Love you, bitches. Love you.